From Troy Public Radio, this is In Focus, and I'm Carolyn Hutchison. History credits the Wright brothers with inventing the first successful airplane. However, that may be a matter of opinion. Today, Florida historian Dale Cox joins us by Skype with an alternate account, the Talladega Flying Machine. Dale Cox is host of Two Egg TV's Off the Beaten Path Travel Channel, and he is the author of 19 books. Dale Cox, it is super to be able to visit with you again on Troy Public Radio by Skype. Well, absolutely. I'm excited to be with you again. Well, Dale, talk about excitement. I was excited to see Two Egg TV's Off the Beaten Path recently, and I caught your presentation of the Talladega Flying Machine. I'd never heard of this. Well, it's a great story, and it has to do with Dr. You know, Lewis A. Boswell, who was a physician who lived in East Aboga up in northern Talladega County, And I used to live up in that area, and I heard this story when I lived up there. And supposedly in the years after the Civil War, he developed a real interest in heavier-than-air flight and began to experiment with a design for a flying machine. There are a lot of people up in the East Aboga area who believe that by the 1890s, Dr. Boswell flew basically what we would describe as an airplane off his barn in East Aboga successfully and flew it for a considerable distance. And based on everything that I've been able to read and see about it, I think it's likely that he probably did fly before the Wright brothers. Looking at his life, now he was a Civil War physician, Mm -hmm. and he was sort of self-taught in ornithology. Is that where he got this idea? I think he did. I think he was studying the shape of bird wings and how they were able to fly by looking at how hawks soared on the updrafts. And up in that area, you see hawks flying all the time there, especially around Mount Cheeha. You can stand, you know, there at Cheeha Mountain and at Cheeha State Park, and you see them flying on those drafts that come off the mountain. And it's easy to see, really, how modern aircraft fly because they use the drafts, and by their wings moving, they create a way for the wind or the draft of the wind to fly, to move beneath and above the wing of an aircraft to make heavier-than-air flight possible. And by studying that enough, I think it's quite possible that he began to figure out the secret. And by creating proper propulsion, he was able to unravel the secret to flight. And he was definitely in the right place to study, you know, ornithology and to study, you know, the updrafts off those mountains and hills in Talladega County to kind of put it all together. And so I think he definitely could have done it. And based on his designs and based on what we know about where he was located, absolutely. I think he used ornithology and his location and the geography of his location and the air currents there to figure it out. So, Dale, where does the bicycle come into the design? Well, the bicycle was creating propulsion for him. The initial you know, part of it was to create speed to get his craft into the air. 
He had to create a way to launch this, um, I'll call it a contraption, to launch his aircraft into the air. And that was part of it. And the same way that the Wright brothers used a bicycle, you know, they ran a bicycle shop and they were initially using bicycles. And then they used a rail that they were basically using a bicycle design to launch their initial gliders and then eventually their motorized aircraft down to propel it into the air. And he was doing the same type thing in the years before they were. In fact, there is some indication that the Wright brothers may have gotten some of their ideas from Dr. Boswell. I mean, his descendants believe that. And then he began to experiment with the idea of maybe he couldn't pedal it fast enough. Maybe he needed, you know, an engine to launch it, which is exactly the same thing that the Wright brothers eventually did. If he was using an engine, which his design seemed to indicate, and then used um, the slope of a barn roof where he could come down off the peak of the barn roof and then use, you know, one of the sheds on the side to launch this thing into the air, using a little engine to create the speed he needed, and then using that altitude coming off the barn to launch into the air, it's possible he did it. So did he ever apply for some patents? Yeah, he absolutely did apply for patents, and he did receive a number of patents. He received several patents for various things that were used in the designs of aircraft, and he does have patents on file in the U.S. Patent Office. The uh, people in the Patent Office felt like that he had created some things that would make heavier-than-air flight eventually possible. Was he aware of the Wright brothers, and if so, did he think they were borrowing his ideas, so to speak? Yeah, he was aware, and he did think they were borrowing some ideas from him, and they were apparently aware of him as well. You know, he was receiving some publicity, and there were people writing in national papers about his work in Alabama. And back in those days, you know, just as we have the wire service today, newspapers would pick up articles from other newspapers and spread them around the country that way. And so they were definitely aware of his patents. And one was for like an aerial propeller. So they were absolutely aware of, you know, Dr. Boswell's patents. And as they were studying and how to design their aircraft, they were aware of his work. Sure. Now, Dale, I know you're interested in this man and in this design. By any chance, are you looking to hopefully recreate that design? Yes, I have a fascination with his design. I would love to take his uh, patents and the diagrams for his patents and try to recreate starting with some working models and see what can be done with those and then try to move to a full-scale thing. I don't know that I have the nerve to actually fly what he designed, but I think if, you know, we could find some students, maybe a Troy, you know, I know Troy has some programs working with drones and things like that. It would be fascinating to see if some students would have the interest and, and some of the professors there would have the interest and trying to recreate his designs and see if they work. Because if he actually got this thing off the ground in the 1880s, 1890s, then, yeah, he actually was the inventor of the airplane. 
it would change American history. It would change the history of aeronautics as we know them today. What an incredible idea. You know, and then we'd have to build us a brand new big memorial like the one at Kitty Hawk in East Aboga. <laughs> and, you know, wouldn't that be a great thing? <laughs> An Alabama story. Yes. And, Dale, again, I want to compliment you on Two Egg TV's Off the Beaten Path coverage of this little-known story. Thank you for joining us today by Skype. Absolutely. I'm happy to do it, and anytime. Uh, enjoy being with you. Joining us by Skype was Florida historian Dale Cox, host of Two Egg TV's Off the Beaten Path Travel Channel, and he's the author of some 19 books. More information about Dale Cox's stories from history can be found at the website, twoeggflorida.com and on YouTube. The Talladega Flying Machine is also featured in the Encyclopedia of Alabama. Thanks for joining us today for the program, which is now a podcast on the npr.org website. If you'd like to check it out, just search for In Focus with Carolyn Hutchison. This is listener-supported Troy Public Radio.